0: Hello and welcome to the Miss Rolling Podcast. As usual, my name is Jacob Staten and as usual,
1: just,
0: just thirsty, one second.
1: I'm joined by JJ Armstrong. Live and direct, live and in person for the first time ever. Here we go, ching ching. We have We have met before, it's not weird. We have met before. For people listening to this podcast, you sort of need to watch it on YouTube. This is the first time We've done a podcast where we're not virtual. We're next to each other. Yeah, it's real. by side. So this is a first. An absolute first. There you
0: go. How many years in now? Three years in? When did the pandemic start? 2020. Three years in? Wow, there you go. Cash money. It's what they've all been waiting Cash. for, really. <laughs> yes. So I've just realised as we're recording right now, we haven't written an itinerary today. We, all we have to cover off today, though, is the spuds away loss. Improving Newcastle I uh, kind of, I suppose, any, anything in between. Maybe we want to talk about the injuries as well. Yes. Um, we'll start at um, whatever the stupid name is that new ground is. The ground looks very nice. I know it was built on top of White Hot Lane. Why it's not just called New Hot Lane? Or, what is it actually called? Tottenham of Hotspur it. Stadium, as yeah. if it was done by EA Sports itself. Oh. Um, Grim. Um, I mean, it could have been... Overall, I'm going to look. At, I'm going to look at it as a as a high level um, result. Three one away at Spurs isn't the worst result, you know. As much as we all like to laugh and joke about getting Spursy, they are a Champions League team. Conte is is I suppose a good manager. It's it's more the fact that you know we didn't necessarily play well. We also missed a penalty, which made the would have made the last kind of ninety seconds, two minutes very very interesting. Um, it, it's just it's it, it's one of those things. It just always could have been better, couldn't it?
1: Is it is it a, an expected resort to go to Spurs and lose, or is it actually the perfect time to play them after they've crashed out of Champions League? They've lost to Wolves, I believe. Was yeah. it before? Um, did they go out in the <laughs> cup, the other cup, the domestic cup the week before? It's basically, I think, a really good chance to just get at them. Go for the throat, get the fans against them. Um, and obviously, they are Spurs, they've got really good talent. Yeah. However, from the off, I just don't think we attacked it. And I think we look soft bellied. And everyone beforehand would say it's Spurs, we expect to lose. But it, I think it was a really good opportunity to just go for it and give at least put up a fight. I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think a, a 3 2 with. If you know, the penalty goes in 3-2 with a, a mad scramble of the last 90 seconds, not saying we would have scored or anything like that, but you know,
1: just to have the opportunity to get a draw would have looked way more respectable. Um, I think 3-2 would have been flat. In the end, 3-2 would have been flattering to us. Yeah, I don't think we deserved even a free one If no. I'm being brutally honest, yeah. um, I think 3-2 would have been very, very generous. However, if that penalty goes in, you never know. Gotta be in it to win it. Yeah, Gotta be in it yeah. in it to win it. I just think
0: and also and also the, the sun finish was good. Um you know, penalty given away like you say, I think I think there was something there to be got, but kind of at the end of it you kind of go in was there actually anything there to be got type of thing.
1: I think if we're gonna turn our waveform around, it's not Spurs away. No, but we're running out of... If we're going to turn away from around, we're running out of options to, mm. to have that. And I think Cooper talked about the Richardson goal, which was eventually disallowed, as a warning sign. Yeah. And I don't think that we showed any signs of it being a warning at all. I no. think but when that went in, I thought, Fuck. That's, it's great finish, mm. but I thought it shouldn't just... I mean, great pass, obviously. Can't knock it, but still it shouldn't be happening. That should have been the warning sign, and I just don't think we really woke up past that. No, they've got Harry Kane on the pitch. Um, I mean, we can talk about Joe Worrell giving the penalty away. Was that the first goal? The second, t- I think. Second. What was the first goal? Talk me through that. I can't remember. It's Harry Kane, wasn't it? He's got two. Yeah, can't remember. I remember the Warrell penalty, but what was the first goal? Who knows? I can't remember. That's how <laughs> forgettable it is. I, I imagine it was a collection of defensive errors. Um, but we'll talk about the Worrell conceding the penalty because that's been a massive talking point. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that?
0: He, he did it earlier in the season, didn't he? What was the game? Palace? Palace? Was it Palace? Palace, yeah. And I, he, he just... Tends to lose his head a little bit, which is which is odd, you know. Anyone who watched him last season, in the championship, would say that 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 was gone from his game last season, wasn't it? And we we were actually it's a completely separate matter. Well, kind of not a completely separate matter, but we were talking the other night about uh, I think, irrespective of what league we're in next season, uh, I'm firmly in. We'll still be in the Premier League, by the way. I think JJ's opinion is different, but uh, no, no, that, uh, okay, okay. okay. That's, yeah um is we'll, we will return to that 3-4-3 three, three or the 5-2-3 when out of possession. I think that that is Cooper's preferred method and I think in that in that formation Warrell gets a bit more I don't want to say protection but a a bit less a fewer duties maybe might be the best way to describe it. So he's got a little bit less to concentrate on and he doesn't make these kinds of mistakes.
1: Yes. I uh, it was a very stupid challenge and it, I think the word naive was thrown about yeah. and, and that's correct. I think the response to it has been nothing short of ridiculous. Um, anyone on social media will know that Joe warren has gone on a bit of a blocking spree and there's been a few people who are almost wearing it as a badge of honour that the club captain has, has blocked them. Um, and I was actually thinking about this on my, wor- on my walk earlier. It's the equivalent of being in an office with someone and them doing something incredible, like making a big sale, mm. the equivalent of him getting us to the Premier League last season, captaining us to the Premier League after all this time and going, you are one of the best workers I've ever seen here. Yeah. A very short amount of time later, gets a promotion, a little bit out of his depth and then going, you're fucking rubbish. Yep. And then, after that, after abusing him and directly atting him on Twitter, going, why aren't you performing? Even though you're literally saying to him, you're fucking rubbish. So, I think the response to it has been a bit, uh, that's maybe a weird analogy, but I think it's the way I can sort of put it in my brain. And I think it's very bizarre. And this is a moment of time where, if we're going to stay in this league, we desperately need the players to turn up and care. And Joe Worrell... We'll do that. Obviously, he cares for the club. He's lived and breathed it for however long. But if you keep calling him shit on social media, I mean, we've maybe been guilty of that in the past, but directly atting him and all that stuff and and whatever, it's not going to help. It's not the right time for it. I think you can criticise a player. That's completely fine. If a player's done something bad, criticise him. Don't at them and call them shit and all that (laughs) stuff. It's not going to help anyone. I,
0: I, I do find it peculiar when... But both sides of the coin, actually, that people would actually send them a tweet to somebody to it to a player, and actually like directly at them, and I, I find that peculiar. And I also find peculiar that a player would actually read it. You well, know, he doesn't
1: seem that active on social media, so I am yeah. surprised. But it just shows that he he is you know these players actively do read. Yeah. Um, I I, I get your point, but they shouldn't. Like this isn't what you're saying. But they shouldn't not be allowed to go on social media just oh, in yeah, case yeah, some of course, idiot. Yeah. I know that's not what the yeah. saying, but just in case some idiot from Colic yeah. decides. But but the, again, like the flip side of that
0: is, but if you if you are a a personality in the in the public eye, mm. and you have a social media account and it's not on private, so it's, you know do whatever you want. But you know, let's have all your very fellow footballers and blah blah blah,
1: and you have it public. What do you expect? I mean, we this podcast is tiny. Really, we get abuse, or <laughs> let's rephrase <laughs> it. I get abuse a lot of the time. It's quite a down since I got my hair cut, but we got a lot of shit um, yeah. when I had my long hair and people saying that I look. Look at his, look at his fucking alien head. Look at my alien head, it looks like a UFO. <laughs> Look like Blackadder, and I took it in <laughs> good, good nature. <laughs> I took it in good nature, but you can see how, in the wrong environment, how that could possibly affect other people. I'd have said more bold rate than Blackadder, but. I've, I've been called that as well. I've been called a lot of things. <laughs>
0: I plan um, master.
1: I think we've sort of digressed from the initial point, which was the penalty, but it was a naive decision, and I just think Forest fans need to wind the neck in a little bit directly criticising him because Nierkate is the best player in the world at the minute because he's not playing Yeah, um, and I would really like to see Nierkate and Felipe don't get me wrong what I've seen in Nierkate I think he could be the answer but if he plays tomorrow night and he's rubbish is he then going to get slagged off and well, then what's the answer we've got no centre backs left yeah. so yeah, just centre back's an interesting one as well because it's not really
0: the sort of position where you can bring somebody on in the last fifteen minutes to get them fit. Mm. It's sort of the, it's the, you play the whole game, so it's going to be interesting to see what he what he does come back in, how they do it.
1: Well, Worrell and Felipe, I don't think they were ready for that partnership to be quite sort of. Combined at this point because they only came on because <laughs> Bolly and McKenna both got injured in the Fulham game. Mm. We've been rudely interrupted by Mum, bring her over. Oh,
0: I can't get
1: through. Mum's just broken the door down if you've heard that, but we've got a special Ruby. guest. Ruby! It's Ruby! Ruby Red Dog? Ruby Red Dog, here she is. <coughs> um, <coughs> desperate to get to Jacob. Go You'll see a prediction in the vlog tomorrow. We're gonna to do a vlog tomorrow, but
0: we'll do a vlog tomorrow. Yeah.
1: You got to go for me.
0: Go.
1: Go. Thank you. Where? 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 Yeah. So, uh, McKenna and Bolly both got injured in the Fulham game, and they got brought on after five yeah. minutes. I don't think they would. I think that was the future pairing. I don't think. I think they were thrust into. it. Obviously, they've had time in the training hmm. pitch. But centre backs a weird one. You can't just chuck people into it, yeah, can right. you? So. Yeah. but Felipe did look very good again I think Felipe looks like he's nailed his position yes mm-hmm. absolutely so I suppose
0: moving very swiftly on from that uh, 3-1 loss away at Spurs into uh, <laughs> Ruby's back Hello, got Ruby, Ruby. Back. into um, the home game tomorrow night which is where we're recording on Thursday night uh, against Newcastle um, which I'll be there <laughs> shall we be there shall be that? there uh, which I think before this season May have been one that we'd kind of be looking at trying to pick up three points type thing, but they're a completely different team, aren't they? Sitting in the top four. Um, are Gee. they in the top four now? That's, 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 uh, maybe not. Let's have a... I think
1: right. they're just outside, but the, the our first game this season was against Newcastle. And I remember predicting uh, Forest to win. And it was very quickly within that game that I realised that this is not the same Newcastle side. Hmm. Uh, And obviously watching them quite a few times over this season, definitely not the same Newcastle side that we used to. They've got threats. they've got from the back, Pope's a fantastic keeper Um, when he isn't getting sent off. uh, He should have got sent off last week. Unfortunately, he didn't for Forrest. Uh, Trippier is obviously fantastic. They've got Shaw and Botman, Mm -hmm. center-backs who are fantastic. I forget who their other uh fullback. Didn't we Dan
0: Byrne earlier? He's oh, he's making yeah. Matt
1: Target, isn't he? But he's had a yeah, bad yeah. injury this year. Dan Byrne's on smoke this year. Mm. Um Joe Linton, Bruno, uh Almeron, Joe Willock, St. Maxim, Joe Willock. Murphy looks Saint, looked Saint good. Maxim. St. Maxim whatever Yeah, hey, I've lived in Leeds lads Saint Maxim it is. Willock Murphy look fantastic. St.
0: Maxim.
1: Issac last week. I don't know if you watched the Wolves game. <laughs> he's a good he player. He yeah. looks mint. Yeah. Um Against Wolves, they probably should have scored four or five in the first half. And then the second half they look like they're in trouble of not getting anything from the game. So it's not the same Newcastle side. Um but they can be get at.
0: Yeah, absolutely can be got, got at, score. yeah. They can't score they certainly can't score at the minute. Um But they did look fucking great against Wolves. Yes, they, they did, good, yeah, they win. did. They didn't look too bad against Man City the other week. I know they lost 2-0. Um, again, struggling, struggling to score goals, but they, they did look good against Man City. Um, you know, I, I probably take a point. I'm starting to think that's not good enough at this point. But, you know, we had two, really, two results really go our way last night with Southampton and Crystal Palace losing. Um it's very, very tight at the bottom and I know one win can change everyone's fortunes type thing. I think Villa are cut off now. I think Villa are safe. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of from Villa it's, down. It's Palace down, I think. Palace down, yeah. So it's it's going to get very, very interesting towards the bottom. I'm just... I'm still optimistic. I, You know, I'm, anyone's listened before now, I'm extremely glass half full, but, you know, we're still sat at way outside the... the, the the relegation spots for me I know it's only a couple of points or whatever but you know if you clicked your fingers well clicked your fingers in the season and now like it did in Covid I'd, uh, I'd be a very happy man so it's um, I think I'd still take a point tomorrow night but I, I have an inkling we're going to get all three
1: really mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I mean I would absolutely take one. point I would take it right now yeah. because I don't think we will Um Uh, the Leicester game when we lost 4-0 we we were right bottom of the table I didn't think we'd be where we are now which is 14th yes there's a lot of congestion below us if we lose tomorrow it doesn't necessarily mean we're in the relegation zone however results don't go away we could be Mm -hmm. which is a worrying thing if we got a point tomorrow I think that's a massive result against Newcastle we could take all three naturally because we've Drawn against City, we've beat Liverpool. Technically, we could beat there's no one else in the league that we should be afraid of, really. Um because technically we can grind out a result against City. If you can grind out a result against City, you can do anything. Yeah. However, pressure's starting to mount. We've played ourselves back into trouble and we've been pathetic the last few weeks. So a point for me would be mammoth. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Absolutely. And I
0: mean, the only thing that's kind of frustrating me in this relegation battle is that like, I know they lost last night, which is awesome. Um, But like Southampton aren't cut adrift yet. Yeah, there isn't anyone who's just completely cut adrift yet, which is, it's it's only a minor frustration because again, we are still where we are. But it'd just be nice to know that we're any kind of battling for one position rather
1: than... Three yeah. still, you know what I mean. I, well, I think Everton, West Ham, and Leicester. Those so are bottom three. No, that's my. This is my speculation. But they've got enough to shoot back up. My bottom three, I think, and this is why yeah. I think we'll be safe is Bournemouth, Southampton, and Leeds. I think they're three worst teams in us in a minute. Ah, I, I think with the fourth team, I'm gonna go.
0: I think it'll be. Southampton, Leeds and Or oh, who's it gonna be? Um, Bournemouth, surely Bournemouth. No, I don't think Bournemouth. I watched them against Liverpool. I think they are really good at times.
1: I mean I mean look at Arsenal the week before, they scored two goals and looked like they should have taken all the points. Yeah. So yeah. You, you um, possibly.
0: And what of Everton or West Ham, I think it'd be. Really? Uh no no, no, Leicester. I think Le- Leicester, they're, they're they're dropped again. They've gone. I, I, they're just they just. I think Brendan Rogers is actually doing a pretty decent job to keep them out of that bottom three. They didn't sign anyone. I just think they've West Ham, Leicester, and Everton all have enough. Quality. I certainly, I certainly think West Ham do. I, I, I can, I'm, I'm you know, I, I think they're probably a bit unlucky. Um, uh, Hamish, who we had on the podcast previously, who's a West Ham fan, and we talked to him. He, he's kind of un- he's Reluctantly in the Moyes out camp now, and it's not because of he doesn't like Moyes, it's because he just they, they need the results to change to guarantee staying up. Um, surely, there's no point in him going now. Well, absolutely. But like when we played them a couple of weeks ago, obviously, we lost 4 0. I kind of well you, you sent this, you as you always do, you send the screenshots through as soon as they come through the team sheets. Mm. I looked at their team and went, huh? how, how how on earth are they anywhere near the relegation zone? Their squad is ridiculous. Wild, absolutely wild. So um,
1: I think West Ham have enough. um... Well, if anyone's seen episode one of the new Ted Lasso season, uh, Nate now manages West Ham. So they're now the villains. So I hope West Ham go down. purely because of Ted Lasso. Cool. Well, that ruins season two of Ted Lasso. Um... Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Uh, Shit. Nate, Nate, the Snake. There you go. No, that's not true. Nate's lovely. Nothing happens in season two. Enjoy your season one watch along. Um, Just an
0: absolute side note. I think the guy's name is Nick Mohammed, who plays who plays Nate. Right. He does a really good song of Jurassic, of the Jurassic Park theme tune. Oh, Search on YouTube. it's, it's
1: incredible. Yeah. We've digressed quite a lot. Anyway, Dash. West Ham. West Ham are now. I hope they go down purely because of that. Uh, but I think Leeds born for Southampton. However, I think we've played ourselves into trouble because a few weeks ago, we looked like we were on the up. Easy money. And I thought, fucking you know, hell, we've done it. Let's push for top 10. We were looking up, not down. And now I think because of the way we've been in recent weeks, we're looking down again because it's so tight on there. Like I can't remember a Premier League season where there's this many teams in contention for going down.
0: I think Serge, Serge Aurier said in an interview that we need four wins to stay up. I'm going to go out on a limb I and say three? I, I, I think it's only two.
1: Really?
0: I think we get six points, and I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm happy with only getting six, and I'm not saying that it will be it will be cut above. I just think if we get six
1: points, pardon me,
0: we will we will be clear relegation. Where does that
1: come from? That's what I'm worried about when I'm looking at the fixture list. I think I see Southampton at home. Yep. And must I see win. must win three points the only other potential I see is possibly Wolves at home. Um, That's a must win. It is a must win, but Wolves, have, Wolves are not a relegation side, Particularly since the new manager came in, they they found a second gear, I think. So so must win, but that would be where I would see that second one coming from. Where else? The, the we only, need a shot result, I think. So
0: the only, the only, the only thing, it, yeah, so absolutely, but I, this was my point, is that, we are unbeaten at home for a lengthy period of time we have beaten Liverpool we have drawn Man City we have drawn with Chelsea we should have should have beat Chelsea I will stand I will stand in front of the in front of the Trenton and argue with any man and his dog that we, had, we, that we outplayed Tottenham at home we, well we did you know we did um, who else we played who's big at home
1: you say have you said Chelsea
0: to Chelsea? Or we beat West Ham, I guess. Beat West, beat be well, yeah. So you know we've got Arsenal at home to come, United at home to come. Is
1: that they're the big ones. We've got Brighton,
0: Brighton. Yeah. So for, for in my head, maybe not a win out of those three, but it's potentially three draws. You know, it, I'm I'm just you know we are still very good at home. We're very hard to beat. We we've got shock results already at home. Why couldn't we get more? It's just, well, I mean, it's a reliance on the home results, which is worrying. Yeah. It. it's it's more the the draw with Villa at home, the draw with Brentford at home, and I know the Brentford one, the the, the referee put fuck on us, but it's more those kind of results Everton, that worry me at home. Everton at home, won, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, we should have won. Yeah, but then so, against Bournemouth and I
1: guess Bournemouth to a degree, Fulham, yeah. Fulham. You look,
0: you, you look, think, look back at Fulham; it's not really that bad a result. If we'd have drawn those games. Mm. Where, where another two points
1: away from we'd relegation? would be safe, I think. Yeah. All, or Every single one of them uh, Bournemouth and Fulham, if we beat Everton, one of Everton, Brentford, and. What was the other one? There's another. Villa. Villa. Villa, yeah, Ashley Young scored that screaming, didn't he? If we had three more points now, mm-hmm. we'd be laughing. I think we'd be looking quite comfortable. Well, I think that
0: the Fulham-Bournemouth games, if we win them and we beat um, Everton, that's another eight points. Yeah, We are clear. Definitely. Easy. Definitely. So I think we are got to round this one off with JJ.
1: What do you think the score will be tomorrow? Uh, believe it or not, this is me being optimistic. I'm still going for a draw. That's me being optimistic. Uh, 1 1. I do think it's going to be a very good game, though. Uh, Newcastle can play great football. We're really good at home. It'd be very interesting to see the line up with Brennan Johnson and Chris Wood, et cetera, injured. Apparently, Brennan Johnson's a late test. A what? Late fitness test. Well, Coop said he's out, so he's going to play. So, the, yeah, <laughs> um, that's a guaranteed start. So, yeah, <laughs> 1 1. And believe it or not, that's me being optimistic. Yourself? One 0 One 0 Wow. One 0 Tell Collins and put me Joker on. Wow.
0: There you go. I'm going one 0 I just think that'd be huge. We'd go twelve, wouldn't we? Wait, we're too. We're, we're. I guess I'm really
1: obnoxious. We're too good at home and they can't score. Okay. Okay. That. The Newcastle fans watching this after the game enjoy commenting on this. Howie, pet.
0: How Or
1: don't comment on this because you got thrashed. Zing. Comment? Covered both sides of the table there.
0: So if you're listening for the first time, thank you very much for finding us. If you're listening again, we love you very much. you Urid.